Here comes a new challenger. From 8-bit to 35mm, game pads to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for broke! It's time to press X to reload. リーさん。ユミ知りませんか。自分で探してみや。ほら。ガキに手出したらあかんぞ。そんな人間のするごっちゃない。ええな。ええ。キリュウちゃん。ダブルヘッダーや。It makes no damn sense. Compels me though. Hey everybody, welcome back to Press X to Reload, where we look at video game adaptations and see how they measure up once they become films. If I could, I'd make this subtitled and make you listen to me in another language, but it's a podcast, I have no choice. Hmm. I am Nick Moore, with me are Wayne Brissett and Mark Athanas. Wayne. Hello everyone. And Mark. Welcome back. So normally, we would take a break from doing 10 straight-up video game adaptations into film and look at five video game-ish related, tangential, kind of quasi-sorty, whatever. We're looking at something different. We're looking at five international video game film adaptations because maybe, maybe we just don't get it right over here. <laughs> maybe the fact is, with a lot of video games being made overseas, a lot of popular ones... We just don't understand the essence of them by the time they make it over here. Maybe that's why Super Mario Brothers is so goddamn strange. Maybe we just don't get it. So we're looking at filmmakers that are overseas, right where the games are being made, to see if they can capture the essence. And we have started with Like a Dragon, Yakuza, based on the PlayStation 2 game, which is really a, a Japanese version of Grand Theft Auto, where you rise up through the mafia and do side jobs and mess around in an open world and have fun. Wayne. That's me. You're the one who put us on this quest of five films in a row that I have to strain my old man eyes with subtitles. How was the first foray into this? Do these guys get it closer, get it more right than uh, than we're used to over here in North America? Well, I, I mean, I can lead off by saying the easiest thing to answer is that I had fun watching the film. Not, okay. not even just I, me, both my wife and I had fun. We both... Enjoyed it for what it was. It's a little convoluted, so at the especially at the beginning. <laughs> a little. So it's a little hard to follow. They start to pull things together, and it still ends with some unanswered stuff. I've never played the games. I think I might have played a demo of one of them down the road. What are they on? Like number six now? They're at or, least at eight. Yes. Oh, yeah, eight. Not They're including eight. the zombie one. And, and I think they've even started a new series called Judgment or something like yes. that. I don't know. But I've never played any of the Yakuza's other than maybe a demo once. I know they're batshit crazy, hilarious, over the top. They actually sound like games I probably should be playing and trying. And I went and downloaded the Judgment after watching this because it was for free on the PlayStation Plus. I'm like, okay, well, I'll check that out. Short and simple, we had fun with this. Uh, A lot of good laughs. 
Um, someone answered questions. I think you'd have to watch it twice to really kind of get a better grasp of what's going on, though. Okay, fair. Mark? So I share the <laughs> general opinion that you have to watch it twice <laughs> to <At least. laughs> maybe understand it. And the, I'm still processing this because this, like, I just finished watching it. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know how to describe how I feel about the movie because I didn't hate it. There are parts I liked. Okay. There, there's definitely like the Japanese humors through it. And there are definitely things that feel like a callback to a video game. Again, I've also <laughs> never played this game. And my only hesitancy was there were just times. I don't know if it's editing. I don't know if it's just because I've never played the games where I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I just don't <laughs> actually like, did I blink? Where did the little girl, the dog came from? Like, it's just, just okay. little things where I was just like, wait a minute, did I miss something? And it, it all, it was most jarring when they switched this between the, the different storylines. Yes. It got back to someone's yeah. story <laughs> and they'd be somewhere else. And I'd be like, uh, did I miss something? <laughs> like, so Kind of entertaining. <laughs> the I don't even. I'm not even gonna call the guy the main villain. Um, One of the protagonists is chasing Majima. around with the Majima. With the yeah. Majima. <laughs> He's my favorite character. Of the he movie. gets. <laughs> He's he my favorite character this somehow, year. Somehow, <laughs> he somehow gets more and more over the top every time you see him. Yes, to the yes, point he does. where at the yeah. end where he's like, he's amazing. Where he's like, oh, I must have the flu. <laughs> it's like. No, you don't have the flu. He, he's the star anyway, of the show for sure. Absolutely, the man's a scene, a scene stealer. He, he steals every, the whole show. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm at it with this. Okay, so yeah, I'd say I'm in agreement in terms of it is fun. Having played one of the actors, I haven't played them all. There's too many. I think I played the third one. They have kind of a wacky, goofy vibe to them. It's weird okay. because the plot will yeah. be super serious and it's, you know, mafia stuff and people dying. But your character can also go just do some karaoke and you can pick up a bicycle and start beating people with it in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. streets during a fight. Like, it's a goofy game, but that's kind of the whole point. That's the charm of it. They've kept that. Mm -hmm. And this movie really nails that. Where the movie has some difficulty, I didn't understand a good chunk of what was going on. And I thought maybe it's the subtitles because, again, we watched this on YouTube and it had been yeah, closed so. captioned. So the subtitles that are there, I'm thinking maybe they're missing something. Mm -hmm. I went and looked up the Wikipedia page for the plot to try and make sense of it. Still had questions. And then pulled <laughs> yeah. up the plot for the original Yakuza game that this is based off of. That's a 20 to 30 hour game. It filled in the gaps. I now understand everything that was going on. <laughs> But they oh, tried wow. to distill that you. into a two-hour film. And I'm only going to throw one thing at you. Just one. At the end, the girl's mother that they're looking for, Yumi, also Yumi known as Mizuka. Or, yeah, yeah Mizuki. Yeah. So yeah. they make it sound like she was Yumi and now she's going to be Mizuki. No, there's only one woman. Uh, there was a hit attempt made mm. on her years ago. And instead of, I don't know, doing a normal thing and having better protection going forward, they fabricate this sister that doesn't exist to protect her identity. So the sister mm -hmm. was the mother the whole time. The sister was the love interest of the main hero. 
and the mother to that girl, but it's been the same woman the whole time, but she changed her face and claimed well, she was her sister. Why go to I all actually, that trouble and then not explain it in the movie? <laughs> I So, I understood some of that from watching oh, the boy. movie. What I didn't understand was why the little girl... It, she's never met like I didn't understand that the little girl apparently has never met her mother and has only met Yumi who is supposed to be the Mizuki's sister but that is but she's her. really just Mizuki yeah. so she's been with her mother the whole time thinking it was her mother's sister and I was like I don't actually understand what's happening it's pretty like, weird. why does the little girl not know who her mom is and yes to your point why did she go to such extremes? Also, why is she important? Because the movie doesn't explain that to me. Because she well, again, steals a lot of money. Which, again, the and game explains. <laughs> but the movie doesn't really how... give you a, a better understanding. <laughs> oh, I didn't know how. Because the movie kind of makes it seem like she's just some hostess at a nightclub or something. Yep. So when they're at the at the end where they're like, she's got the ten billion yen, I was like, How did she do that? I would like to actually see that, and they never show you. So again, I, I won't go over all the intricacies of the plot because <laughs> holy crap. But her and the dude that our hero Kiru fights at the end, they worked together to steal the money to undermine the existing mob boss, the existing Yakuza clan leader. So that it would like take away his authority. That's why it was done. It was like, you know, 10 billion yens, a lot of money. It was taking away his money and his power base. So that this guy could become the new clan leader. Okay. But I don't feel like they make that fully clear. No, they hint at it. They hint at it with him, but then she's willing to just blow the money up. <laughs> yeah. And die with it. And I don't even know if the game makes that clear, <laughs> but Let's rewind back to the positives. Holy crap, this movie is insane in its tone. Yeah. I don't know another word to describe it. One of the best positives, it's, it starts with two regular Joes robbing a oh bank on God. The, the worst day they could have picked. <laughs> and it's just, those two well, guys are amazing. <laughs> and even though their story has zero relevance on anything, it has a good they're payoff. hilarious. It has good a good payoff. payoff and it's hilarious. Especially when they first have to shoot the guy. No, you, oh shoot no, you shoot him. 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 No, I'm Nishimi. No, you're Nishimi. No, I'm Nishimi. No, yeah. Nishimi. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they oh, can't keep so track fun. of whose fake name is who. The fact that they choose yes. to rob a bank on the same day that 10 billion yen is stolen from it. So there's no and, money in the bank. And a massive heat wave, which uh, they got the big ski mask on. So they're right. sweating to death. So they're just dying during this heat wave with a broken AC in that place. And yeah, they're just, they reminded me of the criminals from Snatch that were trying to rob the bank. Yeah. They're just really incompetent. It was pretty good. And they're one of, I was trying to keep track. I think they're one of like eight separate story threads happening throughout this. Cause you have Kiru and Haruko, the, the hero and the adopted daughter that he basically has with him. You have mm -hmm. him and his rivalry <laughs> yeah. with boss Mishima and his clan, the baseball that wielding maniac who's hmm. I, is he his actual brother or are they just using the term brother because they were in the clan together I don't know I'm not sure I don't know how much I it matters but you have them you have the two robbers who just have, have bad luck and have nothing to do with anyone else 
But at least you I know have, what's going on with their story. Right. You have the teen girl and her friend. That's the story I have no idea. Right. Where the point of. she needs <laughs> to get money because as far as I also can tell, weird. she got into absurd <laughs> yes. debt with a member of the Yakuza and was trying to negotiate her way out of it. And he was like, you give me a baby and I'll let you out of it. But she didn't <laughs> yeah. want to do that. So she's trying to get the money. I That's got the story. I just don't understand why the story was needed. Right. I, those two. I thought she was pregnant. Maybe. I thought I, that's what she, when I that's what I assumed that that he made her work it off and she mm. was pregnant and trying to get out of there. I know what she took from that. We didn't yeah, really maybe discuss but, uh, that. Uh, but like you have that story, <laughs> you have the bleeding bartender who's apparently a hitman who's going to kill the opposing yakuza yeah. mob boss oh another you have, another great character the guy at the bottom of the dvd store oh yeah yes the guy he's, my, he's my second favorite character in that, that movie he's awesome <laughs> you have the cop whose life or his career or whatever was ruined by the hero 10 years ago who seems to be holding some kind of a grudge but i can't quite place who the grudge he has is against there's uh, so many storylines yeah so the cop Am I the only one who had Christopher Walken vibes off that guy? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 100% okay. Christopher Walken vibes. Yeah. Walking in everywhere. I was kind of hoping for a version of, do you know where I kept this watch? I. <laughs> he's just, he walks in everywhere. Everyone in that entire, like, they go out of their way to tell you how hot the city is. Yep. Like, every everyone. The only two people not sweating are Karia, the main yep. guy, yep. and that cop. And it's he's true. in a full trench coat, a, a suit, and he is cool as a cucumber yep. everywhere he goes. It's it's weird. He is something. Yes. <laughs> and I love him showing up at the bank and they're going on over all this stuff. And as soon as he realizes that the, the 10 billion yen has nothing to do with those two robbers and it's a completely different theft happening, he goes, yeah, this isn't my district. I'm out of here. You guys deal with it. And just that was amazing. The door. <laughs> It's like, Even I'm not dealing with this fight, broken AC. See ya. The fight in the alley where there's nothing but dead bodies <laughs> with bats and machetes. And as soon as he's like, oh, Gary and Mojira are going to have a big fight. <laughs> army won't save you guys. And he walks away. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the army won't save you guys. Doesn't even care. He's like, yeah, not he my beat, not my care. problem. Dude is checked Holy out. Cow. It's weird. Oh and again, his character has almost no relevance to the story at the end he shows no. up with boss kazama and that's it yes. like i guess he just brought yes. boss kazama like in safely from where he was being held or mm-hmm. hiding or whatnot but how but that's all he does they don't explain he just shows <laughs> but, up with them yeah yeah but that's what i mean it's like he cut he walks away you see that scene the last like before he walks in at the end, there's a scene where he looks like he's literally randomly walking the street. He looks at a sign, he takes up up a flight of stairs, there's gunfire in the windshield in the yep. window. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's happening, no idea how he got there, and then the next time he shows up he's with Boss Kazama. Yep. And you're just like, Wait, what? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was part of the cut content from the game. You only have yeah. two hours. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe it was a mission. I don't know. I didn't play the oh original. Oh my god. It's it's wild. But it's wild. Like the leaps you have to do. To me, this is maybe something that would be a great companion piece to someone who's played the game, but I yes, don't know if you can make sense of it without the game. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like again, I still had fun with it. But it him. doesn't matter because it's fun. Yeah, it is a fun. It film. doesn't yeah, matter like, if it makes sense. It's if if I can give this movie any greater credit, it's probably the fact that it does really make you want to run out and play the first game. It absolutely does. Yeah, well, like I said, I went down on the judgment. Any tie-in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's it is quirky, it's wacky, it's funny, but you're I'm totally lost in the story. It pulls some threads together, as Wayne said at the end, and I was just like, oh, okay. Wait, why did I care about those two teens who decided to yeah. start a life of crime? Like, I don't know why. And but when they were on yeah, screen, weird. I was interested. The only story that didn't mm-hmm. really work for me at first was the hitman dude that wants to oh, the snipe. Korean guy. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why it was going to him. What his uh, deal was? I didn't understand it. But he got interesting. I just, I still don't understand him. I, I was only but everyone interested. else confounded, but they pulled me in. I was only interested in the Korean guy because at first I thought he was playing a Japanese guy and I recognized the actor from like Squid Games and some other things. I was like, that guy's Korean. And then he actually is Korean. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's a Korean hitman. And, but I still had no idea why he was bleeding. No idea why Boss Kazama wanted them to protect him. No idea why apparently he's working for the Korean government. The Korean government wants this Yakuza guy dead. No idea why there are several people in Japan who are excited about him killing this Korean Yakuza guy who has no dialogue, who you see in a helicopter. And can we talk about how that helicopter flew through the city? That was amazing. That was amazing. I loved every moment of it. I don't understand. That helicopter is swooping through the city. 50 feet from the like the actual <laughs> pavement, blowing out windows, freaking people uh, out, shaking, houses. shaking buildings <laughs> yes, for yes. no reason. Just announcing his arrival. I was but at the same like, time, what? did it seem That's out of amazing. place in that city? Did it really seem out of place? No, like it's no. <laughs> it wasn't the craziest thing that happened in the movie. No. That's the that's the funny part, right? The craziest is everything yeah, no. that Majima does. Literally <laughs> yeah. everything he does is the craziest. Everything. So let's draw back to Majima, the standout of yes. this film. Because uh, up until him sure. showing up, until him, the fights were mostly believable. It's a little bit Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Like a little the bit. Choreography of, was nothing special. Yeah, nothing crazy. But they, but decent. they were fine, and yeah, you can see decent. what they were doing. Except for the one moment of Kiryu having blue flame. I'm like, all right, that stands out. Dude had blue flames coming off him on that punch. Yeah. And then Majima shows up, I, and when he I hits a baseball a at someone thing. with his baseball bat, it doesn't just hit them. Uh-huh. It stops on their chest and starts spinning in place. I got Kung Fu hustle vibes out of the yeah. whole thing every yeah. single time he showed yes. up. Yeah. For sure. Like, he's wild. He is wild. He's funny. And they didn't overplay the one henchman, the one who he hits with the bat, gets hit in the head with the ball, oh, shows yeah. up to the big melee and was like, I would die for you. <laughs> All right. So and still gets his ass kicked at the end. <laughs> because I know we're all probably going to have a different choice for it. Your favorite mm. Majima moment of the film, Wayne, if you had to distill it to the best moment that man has. The part that actually made me literally laugh out loud okay. 
is when the hero looks down the hallway. Oh my god! And he's spying on him with his bad with eye, patch. with his clo- with his with patched the- eye. <laughs> like, how does he even see him? He's just standing he's there like, with only the patch yeah. revealed, spying on him, and then just the wicked slide the okay. bat out. I just that hit me so <laughs> off guard that I just started laughing. I'm like, that is incredible. That is something you do in a yes. role playing game. I don't know. Just that yes. made me laugh so hard. I may have to choose my yeah. second favorite moment because you took my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's that blew my mind that moment. <laughs> just the standing. My... <laughs> it, the fact that he's only halfway into the hallway. You're right. It's the wrong it's, eye because the, the dude wears a patch, and it's the patched eye oh, that's just looking at our hero, sm- grinning like a weirdo, and then he just slowly uh, steps out with the bat. This bat slides out slowly. <laughs> oh man, I was in tears when that happened. Mark, do you have There's, a different favorite moment? <laughs> that that's definitely up there. I've I have kind of two. Okay, one. So one is when he first fights Karia and he he's doing the I won't lose and he oh keeps just getting punched and going uh. forward. But it's not that. It's when he falls and they do the they, they do the pan away shot as he's walking away and but you just see his wrist still, is still his wrist is still <laughs> trying to fight and he's like, I won't lose. And then the other part is more of like a cool character part because he says, Don't harm the girl. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. He, they're all shooting and he comes out, he's like timeout and he like lets the little girl go but he's like so unpredictable when he grabs her you're like what's he going to do but he's still he's somehow still honorable yeah so he lets her go looking for your mother second she's gone the second she's gone he's like okay and they start unloading again like it is but even that part's awesome because even when the little girl's like if you if you kill him i'm gonna hunt you down and murder you and he's just like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and it just lets her go. Oh no. Yes. Well, oh no. Since my favorite moment is already spoken for with Wayne, my second favorite, the first time you truly see how ridiculous he is, he's been beat by our hero. He's mm-hmm. had his moment fall on the ground. He's He appears to be dead. In the ambulance, <laughs> yeah. with fifteen of his henchmen oh crowded God, inside, it, and the ambulance guy freaking out, going, "I can't take care of him if you're all in here." And then he just sits up and goes, "Okay, I'm back." And, and then the best headbutt is the one of the guys in the front. The guy is with wearing the helmet a helmet, on. and he still knocks Both. him out with a headbutt. And my favorite, he's amazing. He's like, he's like, don't our taxes pay for you? Yes, oh and then God. he starts cackling. We pay our taxes, and he pulls the guys out of the way and commandeers an ambulance. <laughs> oh God, he's more he's, GTA yes. than anyone else oh. in this movie oh, yeah. because he's that is the, the kind of stuff 100%. you do if you were playing. You're like, all right, yes. I got knocked down. I'm up. The ambulance is here. That's my ride now. <laughs> if this was a 45 minute movie with just his scenes, I'd be good. I, I'd be like, this is probably the It'd best be film we've watched. <laughs> Yeah. Because the hero he's only a, starts to so get interesting time. later on when they, he starts basically reacting to Majima. Mm-hmm. The hero yes. on his own, he's not that interesting. He's too stoic. Yeah. He's too serious. And I almost, but when he has weirdos I to play wonder, off of, he gets fun. I almost honestly wondered if that, again, if you want to play the game, it's like, is that what the character's like in the game? The main this character looks is cool, like that. 
yeah, looks cool, but it doesn't say much. Like, I was like, yeah. I wonder if this is just like such a faithful adaptation. Although I love the, what was it? The X stamina ball. Oh my God. <laughs> that. But I mean, characters that like that, great. characters like that can work, right? Like they Ken can. Shiro, Ken Shiro, yeah. for example, is exactly like that, right? Yes. Just cool looking, but doesn't say much. But he's a, it's the straight he's, man. He's interesting, right? Yeah. Everyone else yeah. around them is wacky. He's the straight man. It's you know mm-hmm. your Wolverine, your Mandalorian. He's the serious guy yeah. in the room. Yeah. But because he's acting serious in these goofy situations, it makes it funny. Yeah. That's what makes it work is the yes. fact that they're not breaking character and acknowledging how silly everything is. Yeah. And this guy yes. does a great job of that. He's also the only one of the cast who legitimately looks like a video game character. Yeah. I'm not trying to be yes. mean to the main actor, but he looks like a cutscene <laughs> and everyone else looks like people. No. It was weird. Yeah. Like he's casted good. He, he, he looks exactly he looks like, like the character from the game. <laughs> he looks like he's cosplaying the character perfectly. Yeah. Which is a compliment yeah. for this casting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. you look at him and you're like, oh, that's Kajira. Yeah. Okay. He plays his part really well. He looks the part in the fight scenes. He's more than competent. It's just, he needs yeah. those wacky characters to play off of. So thank God they give him people like Majima <laughs> or the, oh the masochist. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, arms dealer. The informant. Yeah, the informant <laughs> yeah. slash arms dealer who likes it when you beat him up for information. When he slides his feet back in the door. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> I love God, that. Just I, the, I was laughing so hard. How much will it cost me for that, that information? One million. million. All right, here's one your million. one million. Slams his foot one in the million. door. Man. All right, so where will I find him now? No, no, no. I need another million. million. And just, and he just slowly slides. puts his feet back in the door. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was amazing. Such a weirdo. Oh, my God. I don't know. Or when he tries to explain too. to the little girl, because they're like, uh, he's an M. What's an M? Oh, you don't know? An M is. And then Kiru Wham. punches him in the gut and just the... <laughs> Like that, that felt good. That's what I am. Like, oh my god! I don't know why. It also made me laugh where the Korean guys explaining to those two kids how to use a gun. Oh yeah, but they don't speak Korean, so they're like, "What did he say?" And he just looks at them and smiles. He's like, "It's easy." Yeah, yeah like he just gives that. them one line answer. The hitman gives them a full him. explanation of how the gun works. They don't get it, and the informant just goes, "He said it's easy." He said it's easy. <laughs> Oh my god. But like just wild. And I still like there's certain things of it that I still don't quite understand, but I thought were neat. Like when the girl is cornered by the the Yakuza mob that's trying to get a hold of her because she's, I don't know, pregnant or gonna have the baby one or the other. Mm. The hitman is keeping an eye on her and her friend, but waits until the friend goes to fire a gun and snipes the Yakuza guy from above so that it looks like the friend successfully shot him. Shot him. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if he was trying to instigate something or help. I didn't understand his motivations, yeah. but it was fascinating. I didn't know. I don't even know if he intended to wait. I don't it know. It looked like he was kind that, of like, come on, just run, just run away. And then as they started to be chased, it looks like he's lining up the shot. And so I was, was like, a is that a maybe. coincidence? Okay. Or did he, I don't know. I was like, is that a coincidence or is maybe. he that good? But he's like, the guy's pointing the gun. I'm going to shoot. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know, but and I they thought didn't that really, stuff was neat. They didn't focus on it again. So no. 
We don't know no. what the reason was. So yes. many things like that happen in the course of the story where you're like, all right, I, I'm i not sure well, if I'm supposed to understand that or not. <laughs> well, the girl at one point, and again, made me feel like I missed something. When the guy was like, um, I forget what he said he wanted to do. And she's like, you can't do that. We're wanted. And I was like, are you? There has been right. no effort in this movie to show that anyone is looking for you that like anyone mm. any cop is out to get you because he's like oh let's just go buy something and she's like you can't go walk in and buy it we're wanted and he's like huh and i was like huh who wants you they have a crime spree but there's so much ridiculous shit happening in the city right like i don't think anyone cares there's yeah. full-on gang wars happening in the city with like yes. baseball bats and machetes and shotguns. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think two yes. teenagers on a mild robbery spree are really going to trigger anyone, but... No, not in that city. No. Not in that city. No, that city's insane. Yeah. I mean, even just the uh, the Rub-A-Dub place with the gun fight that happens <laughs> inside there. Yeah. Rub-A-Dub-Dub. Rub-A-Dub-Dub. Any normal city... The cops would show up halfway into that gunfight because holy crap, yes. there's a war yes. happening in that building. I just, no cops ever show up because they're all busy at the at the robbery at the beginning. Every cop in the city seems to be in there. I just got reminded of that awesome shot when he takes the girl into the rubber dub dub, and the first thing the guy just looks at him. You brought a kid in here. Oh, <laughs> you brought a child yeah. in here. You brought a child in here. I'm looking for her mother. <laughs> the ridiculousness of like 15 people on our hero, and he like combat rolls out, throws a piece of broken glass at one guy so that he spins and shoots another guy who drops the gun that our hero grabs, and it's like this domino effect of the goons shooting each other. Yeah. Until you get just he, Majima and Kiru who try to shoot each other four times in a row with the shotgun, cocking it and firing nothing. I was but, dying. Bef- yeah. It was good. Before that. Those two are so good together. Before that, Majima does a matrix move and you see the shotgun pellets oh, yeah. go flying over him as I he know. goes backwards. And all of the pellets hit the five henchmen at different levels <laughs> yeah. behind him so that it's just the two of them. It's so over but the top. That's the it. difference between this film and something that I ragged on for having bizarre physics, Max Payne. Max Payne. That movie tries to take itself seriously and be super serious. So, so when something work. like this happens, right, it falls apart. This movie stops being serious about seven minutes into it. Yeah. Yes. They, so, they set the rules pretty early. Yeah. Like... And that's important. Everything's serious until a fight happens, and if a fight has to be Looney Tunes, so be it. Yeah. Those are the rules. <laughs> so yeah. when you have things like yeah. the fight at the end where I think it's Hishiki is the the mob boss who's trying to take over the clan. And yeah, yeah. our hero shows up in front of him and he says, I just want the girl to see your mother, or you're not in a position to do anything, and beats the snot out of him. The whole time I'm watching, going, Why why didn't our hero down the the power drink that he grabbed five minutes the ago. X power. Yeah. And as the villains go to lift him up to shoot him, he downs the super heat. And they watch drink. him like, oh, no. And they watch it. The fact that they know what it is, they <laughs> see that he's drink super power stamina man X, I think is the name of it. Hot. They watch him super drink hot. it. 
He sits there drinking in front of everyone with guns for so long. I thought it was an outtake from Archer where he's got yeah. the one hand oh up and I'm God. not finished. And then goes into blue flame superheat mode and destroys everyone, including that mob <laughs> boss. But my favorite part is the last hit that he does to the guy. He's got him twisted around. So they're both looking at each other and they stare at each other in almost a lover's stare <laughs> yeah. for 10 seconds before <laughs> yeah. he lets him drop. Well, what? Did you notice the mob boss has orange flames for a second while they're staring? Yeah. Right. Also, I have no trouble sense. taking a mob boss seriously when his gigantic Yakuza is tattoo on his back is a fish. It's a koi fish. It's a koi fish. I, I, I can't take that seriously. It's not happening for me. The koi fish was not oh doing my it. God. A dragon on that's your back. So that's amazing. Yeah. A fish, not so oh. much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Giant koi fish. So I knew he wasn't going to win. <laughs> but oh my God. I read an article online because I was trying to make sense of the story. And someone reviewing the <laughs> film made the great point of this moment here where he takes the drink is one of the most video gamey things they've seen because it's like pausing a fight going into your inventory Entire. and downing a potion so that you could win the boss yes. fight that's so true yes. this game essentially does so that true. so that article is on point i gotta give him credit yeah. they know what they're yeah. looking at yeah but yeah what a weird film but i liked it so I, I, just don't know if I could ever recommend weird. it yeah I, you have yeah, to like i i I don't know if I can watch it again either. That's my, that's could, my only other But thing. only the highlights. I, I would fast know. forward. Yeah, I, I, I'd yeah. probably go to the certain scenes. Yeah, Majima. I'd, sk- I'd skip the two teenagers <laughs> for sure. I'd watch the Majima cut. <laughs> yes. That dude, coming back after being shot, dragging himself all the way to his home, and then flipping back the sign that said he was away to being back. <laughs> <laughs> and then to the, the cough and the, oh, it must be the flu. It must oh, be the flu. Got a bullet hole Man's in been him. beaten to death multiple times. Must be the flu. I, what a and hero. shot. Yeah. He's been beaten and shot. Must be the flu. <laughs> oh, God. He's amazing. He's so good. He's so over the top. He's so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, and I would recommend it probably to, like, friends of ours. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah. it. I don't know if I could recommend it to someone... Who's looking you for have a crime to like, film because it's so goofy. You have to like international films, yeah. uh, subtitled film. Like you got to be used to all that stuff. If you can, there's a lot. If you of like anime. Boxes. If you like anime, you'll probably like this as a live action film. This is a really good live action anime. That one hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing to recommend it to is for anyone looking for anime yes. but live because it yeah. has the anime vibe. It the has look. at times kind of like a cowboy bebop vibe to it with the music choices they make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's just it is a weird. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's so weird. But it's not everybody's cup of tea. If, that's for sure. Yeah, I just don't know if I could watch it again. But uh, <laughs> it's not that that's a super negative thing. It's just that I just don't know that I could watch it again. Did I see? There's a 40 minute prologue movie. Oh, there probably is because it had the same cover as the movie on YouTube, but it was only 40 minutes and said prologue. So I think there's like a little prequel or something. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Watch but, it and tell me. Oh, hell. <laughs> well, we'll bring this <laughs> yeah, one somebody, to... Uh, somebody else watch it. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> we'll bring this one to a close. Again, this could be fun. It's just you have to know what you're getting in for. But when we come back, we are going to watch something called 
One Chen Borrow, which I think was Bikini Warrior something or other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Another uh, one I never played. It is. I don't know much about this other than I'm willing to watch it. I'm willing to watch yeah. anything. That's what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. So it's going to be a complete mystery. I just know it's international. And as far as I can tell, it doesn't look like this one was ever released over here. So good old YouTube's going to provide. Mm-hmm. But we thank you for joining us on Press X to Reload. I have been Nick Moore. With me, as always, were Wayne Brissett and Mark Athenis. Gentlemen. Glad to be here. Have a good night, everyone. Yeah. Happy New Year. It's the first one that we're, that we're recording, at least in oh, the yeah, that's right. 2023. Year, so uh, <laughs> that is back true. to the show. And it should be released this year, because I'm not that <laughs> slow at editing. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. been listening to Press X to Reload. Today's episode featured the voices of Mark Athenas, Wayne Brissett, and Nick Moore. Our theme music was composed by Jack Fierick and performed and realized by Sam Fierick. If you like what you've heard today, subscribe and never miss an episode. Or tell a friend, leave a review, we'll take all the bonus XP we can get. If you have suggestions or feedback, you can contact Nick Moore via his email, retrogamingfool at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next stage.